0: This audio is brought to you by MuslimCentral.com My dear brothers and sisters, we are talking about the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla and the benefits of the zikr for us. We mentioned that first of all this is the purpose for which we were created for the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His ibadah and that the dhikr is possible to do through the sunnah of Nabi which enables us to convert every action of ours into an action of ibadah and third that the dhikr is both a means of reward for us the biggest reward being that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions us and it is also a protection for us, because when we are doing the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when we are engaged in the zikr, then this automatically saves us from sin. Another benefit of zikr, which I want to remind myself and you today, is the fact that the zikr is a source of great comfort for the individual, because when the person makes zikr, when we make zikr for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, then we, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, said uh, in in again Surah Al Baqarah, "وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِي قَرِيبٌ". Ujibu give the invitation of the caller, "فَالْيَسْتَجِيبُ لِي وَلِيُمِنُّي يَرْشُدُونَ". This dua, this ayat relates to dua, but dua is also zikr, and du, and dua is ibadah. Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم said, "إِنَّ he said, Dua is the brain, is the essence of Ibadah. And what is Allah saying with regard to this? Allah says, When my slave asks about me, I am close to him. Now, if we think about this ayah, Allah does not say, When my slave thinks about me, I, am, I will help him, I will do this. Allah is saying, I am close to him. This is to of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The fact that Allah is with us, it's not a question of the fact that Allah is not with us uh, when we do not do zikr, for example. It's not that Allah is not aware of us unless we mention Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I always say that it's important for us to factor Allah into the equation when we talk about our lives and what should we do and, you know, especially in terms of difficulties and so on. Um, this equation of what will make us succeed and what might make us fail, uh, I always say that factor Allah into the equation because He is part of it anyway. The question is, are we aware of the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla is part of the equation? Or do we live our lives as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has nothing to do with my life? Uh, at, the, at most I perform my formal worship and that's it. After that, the rest of the life I am on my own. Now, people might think that being on your own is some sort of freedom, um, and it might feel like freedom, although it isn't. But one of the things also of being on your own is the sense of loneliness, helplessness, uh, what do I do if I'm in difficulty and so on. Whereas if you actually remember the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with us all the time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this in the Quran as well in many places where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said wherever you turn you will see the sign of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla Jalla. so wherever a person is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there with him anyway Nabi sallallahu wa said if there are if you are alone there are two and the other one is alive if there are two the third is alive the three the fourth is alive. allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said sudur allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said if you when you speak in company uh, when you speak if you speak in a, in in secret or you speak publicly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of what you are saying and Allah is aware even of what is in your heart. So the ma'ayyat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the fact that Allah is with us is something which is established. However, we are not always aware of that. And living a life where you are not aware of a resource uh, deprives you from the benefit of that resource. I mean, in uh, in psychology, we call this resource myopia, which is uh, being short-sighted about your resources. Uh, And is one of the... Things when we do a SWOT analysis, where we where we tell people to try to think of their strengths. What are your strengths? And seriously, if you if you try to do this SWOT for yourself. Uh, I ask myself and uh, ask you as Muslims, if you do a SWAT for yourself, will you put Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as one of your strengths? It's mean, a serious thing to, to think about. If you're doing a, a SWAT and a strength, weakness, opportunities, threats, uh, will you put Allah as your strength? And if, you, if, if that doesn't occur to you or me to put Allah as, as our strength, then we should seriously ask ourselves this question and say, why is it that, that I do not put Allah as my strength? Because Allah is my strength. So, how come I don't? The reason is not that we are denying Allah, Naudu Billah, but because we live our lives in a state of lack of awareness. Allah is there somewhere. We don't say no, but also there is no uh, perceptible, uh, visible uh, benefit in our worldly lives from the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with us, from the fact that we are doing the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from the fact that we know that Allah said, Fazkuruni that I, you make my zikr and I will mention you. Now, this mention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala owns, and we know that He owns everything in creation, whatever He created, He created, and that's why He owns it. If He makes my zikr, how does it affect my job how does it affect my my business how does it affect my relationship with my family how every aspect of my life how does it affect and that is why one of our uh, one of our ulama sayyid mansur used to say may allah uh, subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive him and fill his qabr with nur he used to say uh, and I'll translate for you. Is to say जब तक इस बात का नहीं होगा कि इस से Is to say that until you are convinced that this salah actually benefits you and solves your worldly problems. Until then, you will never be able to pray properly. Now, the whole thing is we have converted prayer into some form of ritual uh, with a negative connotation, meaning that if I don't do it, I will be punished. But if I do it, what is the benefit? I mean, if I ask you, I ask myself, we just prayed Sarat al-Fajr, what difference did it make? So in, in, in one way it made a difference, alhamdulillah, it's fard, therefore I have to complete it, I did it. And we ask Allah to accept our salah and to forgive the, the the mistakes and faults in it. But other than that, how did this praying of Salatul Fajr benefit me or how will it benefit me today in the rest of the day? If I had not prayed the Salatul Fajr, not because I denied the Fajr, but maybe I just went to sleep or I was tired or whatever, I overslept, I didn't pray the salah. would it have affected the rest of my day? Or the day would be the day, whatever. I mean, this uh, namaz I didn't pray, I got up and then I prayed khaza, and that's it. But did it affect the rest of the day? What is the meaning, nabi said, the two rakat of Saratul Fajr is better than this entire world and all that it creates, all that it contains. What is the meaning of that? It's not, a, it's not simply an allegorical reference to something uh, re- um, underlining the importance of uh, the two rakat of Sunnah of Salatul Fajr, he's saying the two rakat, the two sunnah of Salatul Fajr is better than this entire world and everything it contains. Now, if you just think about that and say, why is it so important? So that's the reason thing is that to have this awareness that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala is with me is a source of great comfort because I'm looking at the positive aspects of all of this. I'm not saying if I miss Salah, what have I? am saying if I do Salah, how does it benefit me? So if I did Salah now, uh, and Alhamdulillah, we did Salah, so the two rakat of sunnah of Salatul Fajr we prayed. we got something which is better, more valuable, more powerful uh, than this entire world and everything that it creates. I think this is something we should reflect on and say, so therefore now what? Uh, How do I face the rest of my day today now that I've got this huge wealth? Uh, Similarly, I just prayed, I made dua and so on to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, the rest of the day, how do I face this day of mine? you know, what must happen to any anxieties I have, any fears I have, and so on, for the rest of the day. How does it change that equation? So factor Allah into the equation because He is part of it anyway. And that's the, the point that I want to end with today that we, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the opportunity and tawfiq to make His zikr. But the zikr we need to value add to the zikr by the awareness of it. To say that Allah is with me, therefore this is a source of great comfort to me that the, the owner of the entire universe is with me. Uh, one, it therefore obviously I'm concerned about not offending him, so it keeps me safe from sin, but at the same time, it also must give me this huge feeling of strength, this feeling of of comfort, this feeling of you know uh, peace that Allah is Jalla Jalla, with me, and I can ask him whatever I want. And that's what, inshallah, maybe tomorrow or day after we'll talk about that. I can ask Him whatever I want and He will give me because He's with me. When He's with me, what does it mean? It means He's with me with all His power and all His strength and all His glory and majesty. Therefore, what does it do to me for the rest of my day? Well, let's think about that, inshallah. We ask Allah to give us His tawfiq to reflect and to benefit from that reflection. And to benefit from that reflection.